Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast this is the andor after party and we are fresh off andor so it's time to party i am colton robertson i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here and boy am i happy to be here today oh man new star wars baby mm. new it's star always wars a good day always a oh, good day dude i turned it on this morning i had my cup of coffee and I like every time a new Star Wars thing comes, I'm always like, man, is this the time where I am like kind of uh, uh, fatigued? Mm. Is my excitement going to go downhill because I get so much Star Wars all the time now? And I can confidently say the answer is no, um, because this shit kicked off and like. I don't know. I've almost got tears in my eyes. I'm fucking ready for Star Wars again, baby. And like, I've been, I've been doing a lot of pre-reading. You know, I did. I read the Rogue One novelization. I read like oh, uh, Catalyst. Okay. So like, I was getting in the mindset for Andor, and then this came on, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, it's fucking time, baby." Mm. Uh, and we're just doing, we're doing it a little different than we would usually do it, since it is a three-episode premiere. We are yet to watch episodes two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing this episode by episode. We got all day today. We're watching one, hopping on the, hopping into the studio, recording on it, watching two, hopping in the studio, recording on it, watching three, hopping into the studio and recording on it. I feel like this is, this will work out very well. Cause I remember for Obi-Wan, whenever we had the first two episodes, whenever we were all talking about it, we were all focusing on like the end or like the episode two mainly. Like we really didn't really focus on a lot of episode one stuff. So I'm glad right. that this way we can give each episode their, their, you know, their fair shake and, and just look at, I don't know, each one individually. In a vacuum, you know, and I think that's mm-hmm. important. And by the time we get to episode three, we'll be able to reflect on the whole thing and kind of go, this was a great three episode premiere. So, uh, yeah, I've, I'm going to do this scene by scene. Like like we want to do when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, and I'm so fucking ready. Are you ready? Mm, let's get into it. Do it. Let's get it then. Um, so, episode one of Andor. Kicking off in the pouring rain in the middle of the night. And we see Cassie and Andor all cloaked up showing up at a nightclub. Very beautiful looking straight off the rip. Like, mm, the this was... Gorgeous. Oh, the the camera just showing the little lights, you know, going by. Like, I'm like, what? You know, what is this? And then it's just a walkway. You know, it's just him walking. It's cool. And then the whole him walking through the city with those, the spherical, like, showcases yeah, of the people. The like, I don't know. I, I was, he went to, like, a brothel. But I didn't know if, like, before that was sort of the same thing. Like, were those people in those fears i don't know i was trying to figure out what the purpose of them was 
Because I didn't think, like, the whole district was, like, a brothel. No way. No, right? it's not. Like, because they're not yeah. supposed to, like it said later, they're not supposed to have these. Like, this is yeah. an underground sort of thing. Uh, yeah. But, but, yeah, I couldn't, t- like, I was thinking maybe it was, like, kind of putting on display what they might offer. But, like, you don't really want to put what you have to offer on display if it's illegal. So, like, uh, yeah. I guess it's just Star Wars. It's just, it could just be, like, that's their way of advertising clothes. You see a person actually wearing it in a bubble, and they get paid just to sit there and model it. I don't know. Hopefully Uh, they get paid. This is an Imperial-occupied. True. Yeah, I'm giving them too much credit. Corporation, but, but, uh, yeah. So, regardless, Cassian pulls on up to this club. I was like, whoo, we got Diego Luna back. We got him back, baby. This is fucking great. I'm glad, I'm glad it opened with him. Like, I'm glad yeah. it was, it wasn't just like some off story first and then like get into him. I don't know. I was just glad it was like, all right, we're getting it rolling and we're getting, oh, we're and getting they got it. it rolling good. Uh, yeah. because he pulls up to this nightclub. It's his first time, uh, as he's asked by the maiden, our, uh, our Maeve type character mm. for this club. And, uh, there are a couple imperial corporate guards over over there kicking a fuss whenever uh, Cassian is seen before them. They're like, hey, I was here before him. What the fuck? Uh, these guys were pussies. I hated them. Uh, yeah. Just like immediately. And, uh, you know, it was very quick that I was like, ah, oh, man, that's... That's too bad. <laughs> that's, that's too well, bad for them. I mean, they're... Yeah, they... Off-rip? Whenever they're already annoying, I mean, they're likely going to die here. You know, like that. I was already, I was already in the mindset of like, all right, so is it a bar fight? Is it happening like now or when? Well, and instantly, what I love about this is that we've got a whole other character compared to, I mean, what we typically see whenever someone's a dick to our protagonist in a TV show. We're used to the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has no moral indignation towards you know what fuck it yeah let's do this shit right now you know you know this is the mandalorian walking up in here he fights immediately that's there's no doubt Andor has to be a little bit more tactical about it because he's not overpowering because he's not an uber badass he just has to play it smart and i think that's fucking awesome in terms of a difference between the tv shows we're getting here um but yeah he asked this maiden if uh if there's a girl from Canari here, apparently she was working there a few months back, and uh, she's like, yeah, I mean, there was a girl from Canari, but she's long gone now, and she disappeared. Uh, it's been a while. Nobody gives their real name here. And I was interested by that. He, uh, well, that no one gives their real name? or that. Well, I was interested that he had to ask what her name was. <clears throat> Do you think... I kind of was thinking of that too. Like, is it, is it, has it just, there's no way he forgets his sister's name. That's the thing is that like, like I don't know if it was more like, what is she going by? Yeah, these days? Like, because his name was Casa, Casa back at the, back mm. at the tribe and he's Cassian now. So I think he was kind of hoping that maybe mm. he could at least get the, get the name that she's going by these days. Um, I feel like he would have been like, yeah, I know. Just let me know what she went by. If that was, you know, the purpose. But I guess the the lady was very, like, I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing I can do. Like, there, there's, you know, she's gone. I 
people come and go all the time. Like there's so. no way for her to know this is his. This yeah. is her actual brother or anything. This could be just a real creep who's on the prowl, you know. So she she did the right thing. True. Uh, but yeah, Cassian gets nowhere with uh, with this line of questioning, so he goes ahead and leaves the club. However, he is followed by these two guards who are like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He got served before us. I don't like that he's not white. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. they, they follow him into an alley and uh, they hold him up looking for, looking to arrest him and stuff. And he's like, hey, man, I got 300 credits in my coat pocket. And they're like, oh, shit. That's like almost exactly what we need. How how convenient for you. What are you up to, man? What the fuck going on? And uh, Cassian's like, all right, man, it's in my other pocket to one of the guys. Gives him a good old headbutt. The guy collapses. What a headbutt. Is you know, I was thinking, is, is the headbutt what killed him, or like a reflector of the blaster that went off? Eventually, you know, like they didn't show oh, any yeah, wound point, or anything, but like, did did Cassian really headbutt that dude hard enough to kill him? Like, I, I think it's probably like it, maybe it was like the headbutt and the fall. Ah, okay, fair. Yeah, like, sure. uh, like maybe, maybe it wasn't the knockout and then bang on the ground. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's kind of what I was going with, but still, I would not like to be headbutted by Cassian Andor. I would like to not find out. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he beats this other dude down, steals his gun, holds the gun to his face, and this becomes a very, very intense and, uh, you know, like, this is, we're really getting to the heart of the thing that Cassian Andor struggles with in Rogue One. Uh, because this guy begs for his life, looks him in the eyes, begs him, hey man, we don't have to do this, we can go in together, he fell, and like, it's that though, we can go in together, mm, bro, I know what that means, you yeah, ain't fucking way, with me. Yeah, no, no, like, he, no, what he should have said is, like, you, you can go, go, I'll forget everything that happened, that that, that would have been a be his best chance, but like. Would have been his best chance, yeah, I think Cassian still would have killed him. Uh, he doesn't take the chances, man. We learned that in Rogue One. Uh, that very the introductory scene of Cassian in Rogue One, where he gets information from a from an informant and then gives him one in the back because he can't climb out of there. He'll get caught by the Empire. He'll rat. Mm. Man, like that's what Andor. That's what Cassian does, and uh, Eesh. he not puts a, the gun to this guy's forehead, looks at him. Like, this man made eye contact with this man as he killed him. I was like, oh, Cassian is, uh, that man, and he was distraught. Like, he backed away like, oh, fuck, yeah, I don't like, like doing that. <laughs> like, I needed to in this case, but he's like, I did not want to whatsoever. I mean, it's very, like, an opening scene, you know, like. For Star Wars, I'm kind of expecting more light heart, you know, like, I guess, like, it's not always lighthearted, but I'm not expecting just to see our main character execute a guy on the street, you know, 10 minutes into the episode. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I really, it set the tone for this show, I think. Um, and I, I obviously have no idea what's coming next in episode two or three, but um, I like it. It seems more serious. This show uh, seems more like, I don't know. I, I like, I don't know how I mean, to, we kick it off in a brothel. True. Very non, kid-friendly, I guess you could say, this episode. Well, just the beginning, really, though. Well, and that's the thing, is that, like, it's not, uh, it's not not kid-friendly, though. Like, I can tell that 
we haven't really gotten to the point in this show where it's uh, incredibly hopeful yet, but I know that this is Star Wars, and I know it will maintain that spirit. Mm. And uh, as of right now, yeah, though I could, I, 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 it is definitely a little darker than what we've uh, what we've come to know, especially this opening ten minutes. The rest of the episodes relatively straightforward Star Wars the rest of the time, at least uh, what we've gotten used to, I would say. Um, mm. I mean, like, it feels like Rogue One. Yeah. Like, that's... that's. Yeah, I guess the the Empire is not supposed to be the, the, you know, the most fun thing in the galaxy. Or So, it's supposed to be dark, and it's supposed to show what led Cassian to sacrifice his life eventually, you know? So, like... Yeah. There's gonna be some dark stuff that happens here. I'm I'm assuming, mm-hmm. um, but uh, character wise, um, I just kind of want to get your gauge on. Um, I I don't think we've seen his sister yet whatsoever, but um, oh, what's her name? Bix. Yeah, Bix is is Bix the like tribe leader kind of like you think like back in uh, what's their planet? The, oh the, shoot i can't remember uh oh it was, oh uh, that's gonna piss me off they're like species you know it starts with a v i think right v- yeah i think you're right uh anyway the was... back on their home planet whenever they were all like hunting and like getting all the the stuff on them whatever like the main kind of girl canari it was canari Kanar- okay not a v but uh is is Bix the is is that a someone it seems that Cassian has history with her. And I just don't know like I my immediate thought is Bix is not his sister, obviously. Like I don't there's no way that Bix is his sister, right? Like and he no. just has no idea. Yeah, no, yeah. I doubt it. Um but I I don't know. I'm I I am I like super in left field into thinking that it's it's also someone like Canarian? I mean, it's a is that how possibility, Canari. Yeah, it's a it's a possibility. I wouldn't dismiss it. Uh, however, I think Bix is going to be his tie into the rebellion. Ah, I think oh. Bix is already mm. loosely connected. Um, I and I mean that those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. They could both be true. It's just uh, that that was more the vibe I got from her is that like when she's sending that like coded message mm-hmm. wherever she is. Mm, that, that, was some some, that was, that that was, was really some cool. rebellion shit. That was that was that was some rebellion shit. I'm telling you, but uh, yellow racks in the back. You might have to dig for it. This is so mm, like I don't know. This, that's just sick. The code and everything. It was just it was baller. Uh, but yeah, so Cassian shoots this motherfucker, and then we uh we cut, and I'm like, ooh, goddamn. Uh, is this where it went to the title card, or was that before? That, no, that was, was at like the, when that was episode. at the very beginning, but uh. No, we cut a... to like a. Uh, I like that they're giving us like the planet name and like a time card. Like it said BBY five, which is like I don't know that we've ever gotten an actual BBY appear on screen during Star Wars stuff. Like, uh, hmm. they're like, yeah, this is we're officially taking on that uh, that timeline sort of thing. Oh, in... has BBY ever been actual canon before? Well, and that's the thing like, is that like it's been used it's been used like in like books saying, and stuff, yeah. but like we've never seen it on screen because mm. there's rarely a reason to use it on screen. I think it was just kind of like this is a prequel, BBY five. Like this is 
far before the Battle of Yavin. But, uh, yeah, nevertheless, we moved to the Morlani system after this, uh, a, a place called Ferrix, a free trade center, uh, and a lowly red droid called B2EMO, called, uh, I mean, I'm probably affectionately referred to as uh, B2. Is B2. probably going to be my guess. But this man, B2, B2 Emo. Emo? But Bemo? B- Wait, we already. Hit- I feel Bemo. Oh, Bemo is. Oh, Adventure Time. I'm like, B- yeah. No. You're like, don't two- I know a Bemo? Yeah, no. The two has to be in there somewhere. B2 Emo. B2 yeah, like R2D. We, we say B2 R2. Emo. B2 Emo, his name. Oh. I said B2. Uh, B2 rolls. That's that's good. I like it. B2. But I, li- I like yeah. the, the little stutter, the little. Like, oh, you know, like, what an interesting, yeah, like, what a cool droid, too, like, uh. Well, and I, like, there was something about this droid that just, like, immediately made me, like, fucking sad. Like, this, the air of yeah. this droid was, like, just down in the dumps. I don't know why. I was just kind of like, oh, this poor little guy, I don't know. He was uh, just strolling and kind of looking around. He gets pissed on, you know, like, yeah, damn, man, like, B2 don't deserve that shit. Yeah. Uh yeah, I like B two. He's he's a little cutie, yeah. But he he uh he moves on, belongs to Cassian, who happens to be uh sleeping and hiding out, and uh, he knows that he is almost certainly wanted in a uh in a certain in a serious way, uh, because of what happened last night. And he's desperate to make sure his cover story is in order. Uh, and part of that comes from visiting his friend uh, Brasso down at the uh down at the workers union and uh I like Brasso. This dude's a pimp. Yeah, he's 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 a G. He's like he he knew immediately. You know, he's like, "All right, I'm already going to do whatever you're going to want me to do." He's like, "Hey man, now... I like the story so far, but you got a scar <laughs> on your face. I can't uh I can't I need to clean that up a little bit." So yeah, you you didn't like my choice of drink. You got up, you stumbled, you fell. I I took you to bed. Like uh I loved that shit. Brasso was a real one. Uh, and I like that he's got people, he's got people who are looking out for him. You know, mm. I think that's, uh, I think that's nice. Um, I'm already on the lookout. Time. Yeah. He's, he's been doing this for quite some time. It seems, uh, this well, is that's not what's interesting rodeo. is that like, I obviously don't take it that he, that he's rebellion tied yet. Mm. I don't think so. I think he's, he's just, just on the, a- He's searching for a sister. Yeah. I think it's just kind of, he's, you know, every man for himself sort of thing. I'm I'm looking for my sister. I'm going to do anything, you know, I can do. You know, maybe there is some, like, he already hates the, like, who knows why his sister and him are separated, I guess, in the first place. Um, if it is feeling him. that whatever crashed down on Canari, a tribe planet that seemingly was not super technologically advanced, um, the Empire probably had their way with mm. their resources. Yeah. Um, would be my guess. But I guess she would have somehow escaped herself too if she was at this brothel at some point. You know, she's been living on her own, getting like finding her own way. And whether it's her running from the Empire and trying to, you know, scrap together anything she can while she's on the run. Right, um, right. But yeah, it is. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, like, I like the, the back and forth that we're getting right now of, like, Cassian and then go back to to childhood his childhood, and... give a little more, little just little tidbits more. 
Yeah, because uh, we don't get very far with uh, with the with the young Cassian stuff at all in this episode. Uh, mm. It is mostly in the uh, quote unquote present day, the uh, the BBY five timeline. But uh, yeah, meanwhile, there's a uh, news: of the squad commander's death, reaching a deputy inspector, Cyril Karn, is the is this character's name, and uh, Chief Hine, who's like, uh, all right, so these dudes are dead. Um, looks like they got, these dudes were some dumbass, like, and this dude's kind of got it right, you know? He's, you know, as for cops go, you know, like, I automatically hate this other, the other dude. dude Deputy uh, Inspector Cyril Karn, fuck that guy. What a narc. This dude is Empire to the max. His last um, name is Karn, and if you move the N and the K, guess what it means, what it says, narc. Oh, you! There's no way that was not done on purpose. Like, it had to have been. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, but yeah, fuck this dude immediately. But the chief guy, he's actually pretty chill. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, as he's got, for, he's got an empire's ass to kiss. He's trying. Yeah. Well, like that's what it seems like he's trying to do is keep the empire away from their sector as much as he possibly can. He's, yeah, he's, I think he knows. He's like. I think he ha- he kind of hates the Empire a little bit. He's like, mm. all right, whatever they're giving us, protection, blah, blah, whatever people like the Empire for. But he's also like, man, I really hate to deal with them. Like, if w- the the smallest amount of interaction we can have with them, the better. And he, did, he, yeah. did he say the better for the people on the planet? Or what did he just say, like, better for us and better for uh, our Better people? for uh, – and that's the other thing. Better for the business they're oh, running. Okay. So, so it's okay. kind of like, ah, uh, it's, it's, it's still less – Less about the people, more about profit, but still, uh, I do appreciate that. He's not looking to prosecute Cassian in any way. He's uninterested. So, like, I'll take it. Um, but, he uh, almost got it spot on. I mean, he, he's he like, did. he did get it pretty spot on. I mean, he's like, they yeah. angered the wrong person and look what happened to him. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, this, this dude, he, he's been around. He looks like he's, he's, he's seen a thing or two. Um, true. But I wonder, uh, like the report that he's going off to if like we'll eventually see that and if there's like anyone in i don't know empire wise that we could see that's there um at like if we even see his meeting at all i don't know i kind of the actor um his voice initially when i first heard it i thought it was the narrator's voice for like the animated shows um it sounded like so similar yeah, it sounded so similar, like well, off rip. Let me uh, let me blow your mind right quick. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> this is uh, he's in Game of Thrones. Mm. He's his name is Royce. We've recently met in House of the Dragon, Rhea Royce, and uh, so he's a descendant of them. He's the one who like trains the pussy ass kid up at the Vale. Who kind of like uh, he brings the ve- the army of the veil vale to the battle of the bastards and stuff? The the big old guy with like the tie like the the hair oh, that ties wow. below his chin, yeah. Like he's a uh, wow. his name's Rupert Vansitart. Vansitart. Rupert Vansitart. Vansitart. Played Yon Royce in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones for about five years. I was like, yeah, oh, I recognize that guy, that guy no, very no, quickly. I knew I knew he looked familiar. I didn't find that out until literally just now. But uh is he isn't that guy, right? Because there there's a guy on on IMDb who is uh 
the commissioner in Batman, uh, Alex Ferns, uh, the, he's like the commissioner who gets the rats, you know, eaten on him. Is that, is that this guy or is that, uh, no, that'll be a different guy. Okay. I didn't know. They, they kinda... And I think that's somebody we haven't seen yet. Okay. That's what I thought. Cause I'm like, he doesn't really look like him at all, but I didn't know if like just the mustache, I don't know. Cause I've only seen him with the, the commissioner guy, at least with like the full beard. Right, um, right. I didn't know if it was the same guy. I didn't think so, though. Okay. It's good nah, to clear nah. up, though. But yeah, so Chief Hines not very interested in this crime at all, and he's like, uh, it's it's just some wacky misadventure our guys got into. Let's make it out as a, uh, you know, nothing too sad, but a noble, inspirational death that they, they led, and fuck it, man. We'll move on. Uh, nothing too had... good, you know. He's like, nothing too good, but, you know, we don't need yeah, a Yeah, we don't want him to look heroic, but like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so he asks his uh, subordinate to make a suitable excuse for their deaths, and uh, he's making it, making sure it's outside the leisure zone, and he says they were killed at a brothel while on the job, which is a sackable offense unto itself. Uh, they died being helpful. Uh, something sad but inspiring. Given there's a review of crime rates coming up, this should be swept under the rug. So a review of crime rates is the thing he's going to for, for, the, for the Empire. Mm. Um, and if the crime rate is going up, the empire has a heavier presence on your planet. So like, uh, makes sense. Makes sense that this is what he would want. But, uh, this, this narc guy, not convinced, uh, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go harder then. Fuck it. We ball. And, uh, he's searching through the records, checking the logs to see anything untoward. And he, uh, he notices a strange ship leaving through a checkpoint and decides to look deeper into that. And uh, as a result, a, uh, a people asking for information from anyone who may be aware of any Canary mail on Ferrix is distributed out to the system. So, uh, this was—I don't know if I haven't noticed it before, but this little computer, like searching through the ship, sort of thing, was like really cool to see. Like, it wasn't just an actual computer screen where they were showing, you know, like oh, like right. whatever. It was like just the very old style star wars like uh i don't know war maps you know sort of thing like that right. we saw in the war rooms but it was just little i don't know it was really cool just to see like how it actually they're like, like it working this time shit. yeah like it was actually like fully working and we saw like the whole process of it it was just it was just really cool the to way see, he but. keyed in on a certain ship and you're like oh those are all ships like oh that like mm. you finally get a sense for what everything you're actually seeing is which is uh very, very cool. But uh, Cassian next shows up to see a mechanic named Bix, who uh, I'm already very in on. Love Bix already. This is, uh, if we're assigning like favorite characters or anything from this episode, I think I'm going Bix. I do like Bix quite a bit. And uh, Cassian's desperate to offload something valuable. Uh, asking about her buy, her secret buyer. Um, this guy nobody knows. She's providing equipment to somebody who is trying to buy it on the low key. At this time, there is a very notable group who is trying to stock up resources that is trying to hide away from the Empire. It is the Rebellion. So, like, I have the feeling that maybe her buyer guy is, uh... It's definitely rebellion connected. Like I could see, I could see that for sure. Um, you think it's anyone be... we know, 
or just some Nah, I, I doubt it. I bet it'll just be some rebellion guy. Maybe it's like that's the thing is that like the Stellan Skarsgård character came to mind. Like maybe it was him. The uh the upcoming he's a new character. We haven't seen him before. Uh but we've seen him in like previews and stuff. Uh Ah, okay. Um, he uh I, I thought about him, but he also like lives on Coruscant. He's definitely like high level rebellion. I don't think he's just going off buying things from mechanics on random planets. You know what I'm saying? Like uh mm. But uh that was the first thing that came to mind. I don't think we'll recognize whoever the buyer might be, but I do think uh I do think they'll be connected. I do. Uh and uh he's he's looking to unload a uh NS nine Starpath unit. And he needs the credit so that he can uh get out and lay low. Uh and Bix is like, nah man, come on now. I don't know about all that. I got shit to do. I got I gotta get more stuff to bulk up on. And then I can call him, and he's like, I do not have the time. I need to get the fuck out of here. I murdered men last night. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can and, get by the end of the month. Yeah, it's all good. He's like, uh, yeah, maybe like today, tomorrow, even like, yeah. Yeah, like as soon as possible. I don't know why he didn't like, does he not? I guess he can't really give out any details of what happened because the more people know, the more that he can, you know, get figured yeah. out, whatever. But like, this seems like someone that he trusts, at least. Um, right, yeah, I do think he but, trusts Bix. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know why he didn't just, like, yeah, like, I got in some, I'm in some big trouble. You know, like, he could have just been like, I, I fucked up. Like, I really need to get out of here. Like, it's bad, you know. Uh, but right. he was kind of just beating around the bush, sort of, a little bit, but. Like, uh, you know, I need to get the fuck out of here a little bit, so. Whenever you find the time, just go ahead and hook me up. Um, preferably like tonight, but I mean, if it's tomorrow, that's cool too. But beyond that, I don't know, man. And uh, <laughs> and Bix is like, all right, man. I guess I'll I'll organize a meet with my contact. We'll figure it out. But thing is, is that Cassian not only did he uh, murder a couple dudes last night, uh, he owes a lot of people a lot of money, um, including a. Yeah, love that shit. I loved that. <laughs> Including a, a dude named Nurchie. And Nurchie was kind of cool. I like Nurchie too. Uh and he brought his he brought his muscle man, Vetch. Nurchie and Vetch. Vetch is just a big teddy bear. You know? I love Vetch. I I'm not going to call him my favorite character of the episode. But he I don't know, it was the only part of the episode that I actually kind of like. It got me to chuckle a little bit, you know. I wanted to hug Vetch. Um, yeah, he, he just seemed I was just told to stand here. Yeah, exactly. Right, you, you keep doing that. All right, all right. I don't even <laughs> but, know what's going on, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Cassian talks his way out of the trouble here, and uh, Cassian's a smooth motherfucker, you know? This is the kind of shit that makes you go, ah, a little bit of a Han Solo vibe to Cassian, oh, yeah. you know? Uh, owes a lot of people a lot of money, can sweet talk his way out of things. Uh, very smooth, you know, like whenever, uh, whenever he goes and meets with Bix and he comes face to face with that one guy who is definitely going to rat to the empire at some point. Um, yep. And he's like, seems like that's happening an awful lot more. Every time you come around here, she's a little bit stressed. And, uh, he's like, Hey man, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You should have found a less complicated woman. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Bye. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I kind of was hoping that this dude would like, I was like, okay, maybe he's on the side of the rebellion, you know, like he's dating 
Bix, you know? So, like, and she's very rebellion-esque. So I'm like, okay, maybe this dude's all good. But then he's like, I gotta go run some errands. And he, like, runs after her. And I'm like, all right, this dude's snitching. Like, this dude is... That that man will be a problem. Uh, Yeah. Um, Sooner or later, he's gonna give us... uh, He's gonna give us shit. But, uh... We cut back to a, uh... A flashback. When Cassian's asleep being woke up by B2. And uh, we see a uh, a ship crash landing in the heart of Canari, and the native tribes there are like in awe of everything that's happening. Uh, and therein, they uh, they symbolically mark their face and arms with uh, with black, gear up, and head out into the forest. Uh, and I think. That's pretty much it that happened in this episode, right? Like, I think I covered everything. They, I think, like, the detail of Cassian putting the same, like, facial marking, like, paintings on him as that one girl, like, uh, that's what leads me to believe that Bix is that girl right there. Um, Or that she will pop up somewhere else. Like, this is... What makes me believe, like, it's either Cassian's inspiration for his, like, fighting spirit, and, like, this is what gets him to, you know, like, for his rebellion spirit, this is his first kind of spark, or it's, like, his first love. And, like, this is, I don't know if she has already gone, whatever, but... Right, right. No, I'd be, I'm I'm ready for this storyline, because, like, we don't, we don't have a lot of, like, native tribe sort of, uh, representation in... Star Wars, you know, the closest thing we've gotten is, like, Ewoks and uh, Mm. the Tusken Raiders and stuff. The, like, tribal dances they were doing and stuff. Mm. This was the first time that I was, like, finally a human human tribe. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it only felt fitting. And I like that, uh, I like that they are not technologically advanced. Like, they are going to be, their issue with the Empire is that the Empire is just so formidable. Um, yeah, they they had no idea that what was happening was bad. You know, like at least some of them. Like some of them were concerned. Others were like, "Whoa, whoa!" Uh, like when it exploded, they're, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like, do you think they've ever seen an explosion before or a ship? Any like you know, like. Well, is this- I mean, I get the impression that they knew what they were like. They went out scavenging after this. Like, I think that's what they're about to that's do true. whenever they get all... So, like, it it leads me to believe that maybe there have been ships that have crash-landed here or uh, came down here, but uh, not enough to, you know, redesign their whole setup or anything. Like, uh, they maybe they can utilize some of the things they've got going just for... just on a minor scale at first, and then maybe one day it'll... Uh, It'll start to pile up mm. if the Empire doesn't show up first, which I has the feeling it definitely will. Yeah. Um, Eesh. Yeah, it's going to be rough because I already know that, like, I don't know if it'll show them dying or maybe they're all just going to get captured or maybe, like, I don't, like, I really hope that, like, because they're all, like, kids. There's, like, no adults I, here. Like, um, oh, it's going to be. I just don't want it to happen, but I know it's going to happen. Like, I know the Empire... No, I guess... What would that ship... 
Because that ship, it wasn't an Empire Like, it wasn't anything. No, Empire. not necessarily, but it was, uh, it was shot down, presumably. But why uh, would they be was... heading, I guess, like, where are the adults? Like, you, you, good question. Like maybe, they were all really young. Yeah, maybe they're just not like the kids. I don't know where. I guess I didn't really even think about that. Like, are the are there actual adults somewhere else? Like, are they the ones that go off planet and do things and come back eventually, or like, or is well, are, a question? Is the I hadn't even considered very non technologically advanced. Or I guess this is their tribe. Because it was all – there wasn't a single adult there, was there? Like, I, yeah, no, these are max, pretty young, like – Pretty young kids. Yeah, max, like, 18. 15, 16. Like, maybe yeah. 18, like, is what it's looking like right now. Yeah, like hmm. – Interesting. I didn't even catch that. That's a good That's a good point. Yeah, I'm a – I don't know, man. This was a great fucking start, and uh, I'm ready for more of those flashbacks with young Casa. I'm ready for, uh, I'm ready to see how, because it seems like Cassian's journey to try and find his sister might lead him to the rebellion. Maybe his sister's already there. Mm. That'd be cool. Um, maybe that's what leads him to the rebellion. Maybe his sister once, one day gets killed by the Empire, and that's what radicalizes him to a degree where he's willing to join up, you know? Makes sense? No. Never. Mind. No, I'm not even gonna say it out loud because I just yeah, realized sure. it does not make sense whatsoever with the timeline. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. like, yeah, wait yeah. a minute, could it be this person? Oh wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. not at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've, I have the feeling we're gonna get very few of those in this series. I think, uh, I think this will be really, really focused. I think it will be really, really singular. Uh, it's gonna be. I think. This is going to be a really strong character piece on Cassian, and I don't think we're going to have a lot of uh, concern outside of that. Um, I cannot wait to get to the founding of the Rebellion stuff. I can't wait for Mon Mothma and Saw Gerrera and oh, I'm so ready for all of that. Uh, but this was such a fun place to start. Uh, it was such a great episode. And let me tell you, this looks beautiful. Like... Uh, mm. Comparing it to our most recent Star Wars show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, I don't know, man. I, it doesn't even really compare. It kind of feels higher budget than Obi-Wan. Like, it feel, like, they focused more on this show than Obi-Wan, which, in my mind, I would think it'd be flipped. Like, you have Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader and, like huge characters in obi-wan but like it feels like that this is the show that they're actually proud of like that this is like they are releasing this show alongside game of thrones or house of dragon and lord of the rings like this is kind of star wars's big yeah like it's exuberant is that like uh I do think that this does require to be a much grander story. It is much more galaxy implicating. It is mm. rebellion. It is the founding of the rebellion. It is versus the empire. It's not one v one Obi like, and that's why I think that Kenobi was much more uh, narrow vision as far as like a uh, we are just focused on Obi Wan Kenobi and Leia here. 
that's true. And I guess we knew what was going to happen, sort of, with that show. Like, we knew certain things couldn't happen with this. Right, but here right. we're like, all right, we know the end of Cassian, but we know, like, zero Nothing before, before that. So, um, yeah, the yeah, one thing is- we know is that Cassian doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. I- I'm okay with that. You know, I, I, I think okay, his, I'm okay with yeah, that as well. Uh, I'm okay with that. Well, but, and I love that. Like, I love that they they know they have to do something great with this show because we do know how his story ends. You know, and I think it's closed minded of people to go, "Oh, well, we know how his story ends. What's the point of even watching this?" Nah, completely disagree. Like, uh, tell tell me you wouldn't like a Jin or so spinoff where she's being raised by saw in the rebellion oh dude yeah we we like anything that while i was watching this episode it got me thinking that like in star wars it's insane that they could pick one character and write an entire show about them like you could pick the most random character and have an entire season of episodes dedicated for them like Whenever we, whenever I watched Rogue One, I mean, like he was a main character, Cassian. You know, I'm like, I, I'm fucking with him, but never in my mind I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a whole TV show kind of centered around him. You right, know, like right. I, I'm not, I'm not really thinking that. But now that it's here, I'm like, it totally makes sense. Like yeah. the whole rebellion story, like it, like seeing someone who is just human. You know, no Jedi, no man. It's not. You know, whenever we watched The Mandalorian, we were like, finally. Something where it's it's not a Jedi, where we have just kind of a person, you know, he has some some weapon kits and stuff and some cool badass stuff, but like he's more of a human, you know. But then now, we it's it's just he's got not he's he's not force sensitive. He doesn't have you know Mandalorian armor. He's he's got his own wits to him, and that's Rebel it. Spy you know? man, that's yeah. what's that's what's fucking electric about it is that he's just got the spirit of. Of everything we love about Star Wars, he he has the rebellion spirit, whether he even realizes it or not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just it, it emanates from him. But uh, are you ready to throw a rating at this bad boy? I am. If you do, you, did you want to do a character scene in line? Um, I, I think we could. I think we could swing that. You um, put Bix for your character, and I, I, I stand by that. Was Kravis or Kravis? Brassos. Bra- maybe his the friend that he went to talk to that was like, "Hey, I need you to cover for me." Yeah, Brassos. Brass. Okay. Uh, I think that's my character. Uh, like for just guy. just that one scene. I I don't know. I liked I liked their back and forth. Uh, mm. it, it was it was very apparent that like they've been friends for quite some time, and like even it, I don't I know nothing about that guy, but like I'm like, oh, they hang out, they drink, you know. He's like, oh. You insulted my my choice of beverage, you know, like uh, just the the way that he turned it on him, and he's like, "All right, now you apologize to me." Actually, I accept your apology, you know, like just all in his own words. I, I really, I really liked his character. Um, I think it's more fair to put Cassian, but like, I don't want to just put Cassian for every episode. I feel like no, yeah. And here's the thing: if we want to go ahead and tack on like what we're doing for our comic book movie project favorite performance mm. my favorite performance would be diego luna as cassian andor like that guy uh that man's got this roll down he uh he plays that he plays the character so fucking perfectly and um i love it to death but i was more focused on the new introductions this week you know like mm. i i already knew cassian i know what cassian's like uh 
judging by these new characters I'm introduced to this episode, my favorite my favorite was Bix. I like Bix a lot. Um she was just a badass and I can tell she's got she's got the rebellion spirit too, but that's the thing. Same thing as Obi-Wan Kenobi. We know what characters can't die. Oh shit. No. Yeah, you got to be on the no. lookout, bro. No. I, no, I'm saying I'm I'm not ready for it. I don't expect it or nothing, but I'm on the lookout. I'm I'm preparing myself emotionally to get heartbroken by these new characters that we know and love. Uh I think that I think that we will get an unexpected imperial not sympathizer but like damn, you're putting things that I care about at risk. Uh, you're putting my life in risk. You're putting my family in risk. I need to tell them this is what's going on. That's kind of my fear with Brassos. Um, I think he's just a working man who doesn't. Uh, he's not. He's not about the rebellion. He's not about the empire. I think he's just kind of like if something. Uh, that is true. He did say something... like get your boots back on and get back to work, man. Yeah. Did, yeah. Uh... Like if if something if it comes to it and something in Brasso's life is threatened. I don't think he I don't think it'd be out of like spite or anything. It would be out of like sheer necessity. Like he felt like he needs to do it. And like that's kind of what I'm preparing myself for. Is that like we'll get some people who rat without realizing the implication. I think that there are still people who don't realize completely the evils of the empire. Like we said that like it's made clear in a bunch of Star Wars stuff that in certain sects of the galaxy People hardly noticed a difference under the empire, and uh, mm. and that's I mean that's usually the more wealthy parts of the uh, parts of the galaxy. But still, uh, Jim says it in there. Sorry, after that realization, I changed my favorite character of the TV show from Brassos to B two emo. Um, Love B two. Yeah, you know I, I put my favorite scene of the episode as Cassian and Brasso's cover-up convo. I like where that. He's I like that. that. So I'll give him the little nod there, but you're right. He's definitely going to, if he is anything in the future, he's going to be a friend for a bit, but he's going to be a problem, I'd say, to, to Cassian eventually. I'd say um, so. I'd say so as well. Uh, if I had to go favorite scene, I would go the opening. I think the opening was too strong not to, uh, not to give it its love. The just reintroduction to this character into this underworld sort of vibe, you know, he's in a, like, he's in a brothel, they're, it's, it's just tailor-made to be fun as fuck, and a good fucking show, you know, I think this was such a great way to kick it off, and I think I have to go with that, uh, fair, I mean, it was probably the most emotional part of the episode, like, whenever he's, gun to the guy's head and he's begging for his life you see cassian kind of going back and forth of you know, like shit do i have to kill this guy right now yeah i do okay bow like are you like from opening until that is um, or just like uh, i mean like uh, asking for his sister i feel like it's fair it is kind, of, it is kind of that whole thing it is a couple different scenes but uh that's my favorite part of the episode but i will specify it to uh him in the alley uh, I think we get a real we get a real look at the complications that Cassian faces as a character, and it, it, it very quickly re reacquainted me with the with the character overall. You know, like it was exactly what uh, exactly what I was expecting, and mm. still even more. You know, like it was just beautiful, but. Uh, 
Yeah, shit, man. What about uh? You got any quotes? A lot. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. The only ones okay. that I'm remembering are like the conversation between him and him and Brasso. Um, I wish we could have had like subtitles on what young Cassian and and his sister were saying. Like it was just speaking. Like, you know, there was no con, there was nothing, no translation. Yeah, no translation. And I think they were, they were just kind of, uh, leaving it up to you to interpret body language. And I think that last conversation was kind of like a, you wait here, I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get the, you get the general idea. That's like, Mm -hmm. I just wish that it, like, we could have, like, I don't know, if they had like a cute little thing they, they said to each other, you know, or something like that where, where it could come up later. Um, well, I guess maybe just, like I think they're going for like more of the like I I think they're going for more of a universal kind of relatability thing. Like it's like you can you can just feel what the sort of thing they're talking about is. You can tell that this isn't I have a feeling that this is going to be close to the last time they see each other. Mm. If yeah. not the if last not time the they see each other. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I think it was kind of a him being like, It'll be okay. I'll be back. We're good. Uh, and her being like, oh, man, I'm, I want to go with you, but shit. All right. I guess I'll wait back. Uh, I shoot that shit hit, you know, that was real. That was real strong stuff. And those would probably be my like second favorite scenes are those scenes. Mm. Uh, Like when they're getting all, uh, dolled up, ready to get out there. Say my favorite line. If I had to choose, I'm just going to go with you insulted my choice of beverage. Just that, that little little thing that it's the only one I can really remember out of the episode. So I feel like it's I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the conversation between B two and Ant and Cassian where uh he's like uh you're asking me to lie for you mm-hmm. and he's like Yep I need you to say this and this and he goes that's two lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll need to, I'll need to recharge back at home. Yeah. Like it, yeah. yeah interesting that it takes um little interesting detail that it takes just more energy for a droid to lie is that like you think that's legitimate or you think that was just his way of being like i know you don't like to lie so go ahead and go home I think it recharge, does legitimately like, take more power because like i think a droid to, is programmed to yeah. just 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 spew information you know like it's not it's like oh shit i can't tell them the thing that i want to tell them have to tell them this oh <laughs> there it is okay yeah like i could see it i think it takes more energy for a human to lie as well you know? <laughs> fair yeah especially if you're if you're not good at it <laughs> like if you're if you're a bad liar that shit's not good that's not fun because uh, yeah. i don't know he did say like just take your time you know like be slow on the way home don't tell anybody you know i you didn't see me blah blah blah. like go i didn't know if his if it was his way of being like all right go treat yourself to a full recharge and take your time like because you have to lie for me or if it was legitimately like no this will take more energy like you need to go and recharge but take your time or whatever but um yeah no that's that's i don't know b b2 i'm hoping he yeah he's gonna be in like multiple episodes right like I don't know. Oh yeah, B two will be back. That's uh, that's okay. Cassian's droid right now. You yeah. know, before before K two S O came B two emo. B two emo. I feel like there's just a better name for him. I don't know why. Like I I, I don't know why B two just isn't. I feel like the emo part of his name is very. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe they I feel do like... just call him emo. 
like I feel like there's a whole like instead of saying B two emo, there's like a shortened not just B two but an in between of B two and B two emo. Like I don't know what it is though, but uh, I don't know. The the fans will figure it out, or it'll just be B two. Two emo. No, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give up. I'll just let the the fandom figure it out. They they always do. They're and on it. it, it, they it it's probably just it B2. it's probably gonna be B two. But I'm okay with that. Um, all right. I guess we got all that covered. Carrot. Yeah. Are we ready I, to... oh, yeah. Both performances as Diego Luna. So I I, I feel like that's fair. I added that performance tab. I feel like that's an important. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I think it is time. For... Let's do it. So we're gonna do our our classic rating system. Out of ten. We've got uh, how much the episode connected with us. This is our enjoyment rating. This is completely subjective. However, we're feeling about it out of 10. We go ahead and throw a rating at it. We got uh, as it fulfills its genre, and this is Star Wars. Uh, and this is this is damn good Star Wars, so it's going to do pretty fucking well. Um, and then we got the critical rating. This is where we take uh, the completely objective stance as opposed to our subjective stance for our enjoyment rating. And we take a look at all the performances the writing for the episode the visuals for the episode the score the score here fucked um the direction all of the above so uh and then we take the combination of those three ratings the average of them and it becomes our rating for the episode so we begin with enjoyment how you feeling i mean it's a premiere of star wars <laughs> so it's automatically going to be high and you know and I think uh, it'll come up more in the, the more critical part of the rating. But I think they released these first three episodes. It was very – I feel like it's – they knew that they needed to set up a lot and that it wouldn't really be a full, complete story for the episode, even though I'm not disappointed in the story we got. You know, It's just like – Whenever I'm comparing it to like a complete story that we got within like House of Dragon or some some other TV show, like that that feels like more of a complete one week episode stand stand by itself sort of thing. This actually um, feels a lot more like the Obi Wan Kenobi premiere, where like uh, it's really just a launching off point for the story. They're setting yeah. up everything we need to know for the series. Cassian's on the lookout for his sister. Uh, that's kind of the only launching off point. He's trying to go into hiding. He owes a lot of people money. Um, we know that, uh, you know, his his tribe when he was younger back on Karani or Kalan. Kanari, Kanari. That's yeah, it. That's going to be tough. Um, I'm going to I'm just going to write that down somewhere, uh, <laughs> just so I have his it. tribe on Kanari is about to go scavenge something from a from a ship that fell out of the sky. Um, yeah, I mean, we got Bix. We got a lot of we got a lot of cards on the table. But yeah, I would say this isn't as complete a story for a singular episode of television as I would like. However, they did release it as a three episode premiere, so like, uh, there is reason to believe that these three episodes end up lending themselves to a much more complete story, like an arc sort of thing, like they do with like the Clone Wars and they do with uh, they did with Rebels on occasion. I think that that sort of thing can come to be expected from Star Wars shows. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I'm not. I was never at one point in this episode like, "Uh, all right, let's get a move on." You know, like there there wasn't any of that, or there wasn't like, I "Oh, I it. need more." Um, so I like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking like floor is eight. Like, 
that's like, for enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's, enjoyment it's either wise, a nine or a ten. I feel like no, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm frankly enjoyment wise for this premiere, it's a ten. I'm I came into it excited as fuck. It lived up to my excitement. I'm fucking ready for the rest of this show. And when it comes to premieres of things I love, if they live up to what I was expecting. It's a 10 because I was I was real excited about this and I'm still excited about it. I'm not like, ooh, that was a bad start. You know, like, no, I'm fucking ready. So, like, I'm 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 chilling and I'm in a I'm in a good spot with this show. I go 10 out of 10 enjoyment for this first episode and I can't wait for the coming ones. Uh, genre wise, how are we feeling about this uh, Star Wars sort of they've described it as a spy thriller. I don't think we've reached that part yet. Uh that's kind of a cool category, spy yeah, thriller. Yeah, it'll become um, it'll become much more spy thrillery. But uh man, it's it's kind of ticking all the Star Wars boxes, you know. I mean, yeah, we don't have lightsabers or big ship fights or whatever yet, but that's like, you know, this is the first episode and I don't, yeah. you know, that's not what this show's really about anyways. Um but I mean, as Star Wars goes, like the rebellion spirit is probably like when you boil Star Wars down, that's what it's, like, really about. Not about the Jedi and about, you know, all the cool flashy stuff. So, I mean, this was near perfect, if not perfect for the Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think I, just in the spirit of being a little more fair, you know, when it was Obi-Wan Kenobi a, a few a few months back, we gave, like, every episode a 10 in the genre or 5 in the genre because we were still on the 5-point scale. Um, I want to assess it a little more fairly outside of Star Wars genre. So, like, uh, what they've described the show as is a spy thriller, and I will say it did live up to those, live up to that at the very beginning, for sure. I mean, he's trying to go on the run. Mm. He's trying to organize meetups so that he can get a few credits and boost the fuck off. I think, uh... Yeah, I mean, I think, we have so many characters that he already has some ties to in, like, either owing them money or the guy he borrowed the ship from, um, Bix now. Like, there's so many cool spy-esque oh yeah, like and Pegla, very... I think the guy who worked in the shipyard, Pegla. Yeah. yeah. That, was a good, that was a cool character. Uh, um, so, I mean, as as far as, like, they're they're... It's just they're setting up a lot of the suspense that will come and a lot of the the thrill that I think will come. But the opening scene was like, uh, yeah, that was that was the perfect tone setter for what I expect from this series. Um, so yeah, I go I go real high on it. Like I'm still nine out nine or ten. You know, like I'm not like probably not ten, probably more like nine. I think that uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I, probably fair because I think. Uh, you can only accomplish so much in a in like setting up a whole new set of characters and stuff that you need to do. Like they didn't right. really have a whole lot of time to focus on just story elements that they want to. It's like, no, we need to introduce you to all these people. Okay, he has some history with this person. He was taking his ships. Blah blah blah. Okay, now with this guy, the villain aside with Narc and. Yeah. Uh... So I mean, and he will. Cyril Karn from now on is Narc. If we if we say Narc, that is Cyril Karn. Just for you, for, for all yeah, the deputy I inspector. I don't even want to refer to him by his real name. Um, no, that dude name's was a like, narc. oh yeah. Did you make changes to your uniform? Oh yeah, slightly. I tailored it. You know, some custom tailoring. You know, he's he's uh, all about all. Yeah, all about his job, dude. Like, ah, uh, um, yeah, Narc. Narc. That is, I'm very glad that we can refer to him as Narc. 
I like. I yeah, like, nine. I, like. I think nine out of ten is is definitely fair for for genre though. All right, cool. And then uh, critical rating. It's going to be pretty damn high. I don't think. Uh, I don't think this is a perfect episode of television or anything because I do think that the complete story week to week is important. Um, episode to episode is important, and I don't think we quite get that. But we're not far off from it, you know. Like it was still, it made it very clear that this was a launching off point, you know. Like it was not a. I don't think it was to be received as a full story here individually in the first episode. Um, Performance-wise, though? Fucking great. Fantastic. Um, um, the the whole, war, like, set design. Like, that's a thing that I think, like, I take for granted now with Star Wars is all the set design and all the characters and costumes and alien species they have to come up with. Like, when you watch in the brothel, the the bartender lady, like... Just the look of yeah. her, and then and then you have whenever he's walking on the street and gets stopped by, um, I don't know, just whenever he's walking through the street Nerdy. or when anyone's walking through the street, yeah, like you just see Dude, that so whole, many different that whole kinds setup, of like with the workers, like oh, the, so many the different gloves like, on the, glove the wall. wall. Oh, the, that was sick. the door that like slid open like dude that mm. shit was gorgeous i loved i loved the way the show looked it looked so star wars um and still maintains an originality again i think the closest thing we can compare it to is rogue one like mm-hmm. uh that's that's the thing it felt the most like you know and uh Makes i really sense. really enjoyed it i i really yeah. really enjoyed it and i think it was damn good i think i'm close to an eight out of ten Okay. The yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say floor. The lowest I could go was like seven and a half. Yeah. For it, um, I couldn't go like anywhere above like an eight and a half though. So I feel like eight out of ten is probably like where I, where I was sitting too. So beautiful. And yeah, beautiful. Nine out of ten for the average. Yeah, for a premiere, like that's it's a great premiere. That's about right. Yeah, like it's a great it's, premiere. There's only so much they could accomplish with with this. You know, like it was only forty eight minutes or 42 minutes long i don't even I think. think it was quite that um, long i think it was like or because the second episode of is 38 minutes I know. oh true yeah i was so oh fi- oh no that was just where i was yeah so the episode ends at 35 minutes um and they got wow. a lot in in this 35 so, minutes that's actually that not... way more impressive than i thought uh because yeah. like Back on whenever you just look at it before you go into the episode and you're like you're clicking on it and just tells you the little in parentheses of how much it's mm-hmm. worth. Like it was like forty I uh, like like forty eight or something like that. And I'm like, oh okay, like this is a pretty a beefier episode for the first one because the next one, including credits, um, is thirty eight for that one. Yeah, forty two for like the first 30, one. Probably more like a for thirty minute episode. Yeah, and forty three for the third. So I, I feel like they're all thirty five. 30 to 35 minute episodes, which is, it's like, per- I don't know. It was, it was perfect. Yeah. I uh, really, so. really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a great starting point and a nine out of 10 here for the, uh, for the Andor after party on episode one directed by, uh, by, uh, by, by, uh, by, 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 I'm getting it pulled up and my phone's not loading directed by Toby Haynes and written by Tony Gilroy and Tony Gilroy, a, uh, very well-established writer, as he also wrote Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we can. I think we can expect plenty of great shit out of this movie, or out of this movie, out of the show, um, with Tony Gilroy at the helm and uh, different directors popping in and popping out. It'll be uh, it'll be quite the enjoyment. And I'm ready to jump into episode two. Are you fucking ready? 
Well, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm I'm going right there. I'm turning on the TV and I'm getting it started like now. Yeah, so let's get it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. It'll be perfect. All right then. Um, yeah, with that, if you would head to patreon.com slash bloom where you'll find over 40 hours of exclusive content. And I know that if you're here, you like Star Wars. I'm reviewing a bunch of Star Wars books. This week, this Thursday, will be Star Wars Catalyst, a Rogue One novel, kind of in keeping with this uh, the spirit of things here. Last week was uh, 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 Pro- Leia, Princess of Alderaan, Rebellion, founding sort of uh, shit over there. Uh, I'm I'm all Star Wars Re- Rebellion era right now. Next week I'm gonna do Rebel Rising and Rogue One novelization. So you, everyone's everyone's ready for that. Go ahead and check that out. Head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to uh, just go ahead and click on episode two. Uh, it, it'll be available before long, and you need to you need to keep up with us for the Andor after party. That's the that's the idea. Uh, I was Colton Robertson, joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And go check out episode two of Andor.